You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm also a pedal pumping content creator and foot model and just an all-around pedal pumping uh, enthusiast. I'm, uh, <laughs> I am also a podcaster now. You can find out more about me and what I do on my website, MimiFootnip.com. I've got links there to my clip store, OnlyFans, Avian Stars, YouTube channel, Twitter. Uh, I've got photo gallery on there that I update eh, fairly regularly. Lots of good stuff. So go check out my website, MimiFootnip.com. All right. So in today's episode, I first want to start off by thanking everyone for your feedback on my brake failure video last week, especially my patrons. Tevin, Matt, Joe, Jim, Riker, Old Dirty, Michael, DBM, and Not A Golfer. You guys are just the best. Thank you so, so much. I've got an email today from Tevin, my very first patron, that I'm going to share and answer. And I'm also going to read a fan fiction story by someone named S. So I'll get into that in a minute. First, we'll start with Tevin's email. He says, Hi there, Mimi. Hope you are doing okay. I just thought of another interesting scenario that kind of relates to both pedal pumping and female domination. Question for you. Have you ever played footsie with a guy? Like, have you ever put your foot, shoes on or off in a guy's crotch to turn him on and make him feel all flustered. You seeing the expressions on his face, knowing that you're in full control of him. If you have experienced this, want to share it on the podcast. Tevin. I am happy to share my experience or lack thereof. We'll, we'll get into that right after this quick break. And we're back from the break. I uh, I love this question because it it's about causing men to feel all flustered, and that is a, a specialty of mine. I love it. I love that feeling, and I love watching. I've talked about this before. I love watching guys blush. Uh, I I love making my boyfriend laugh nervously. It's kind of just a turn on to me. It's something I enjoy now. Let's get down to the footsies part, though. Have I ever played footsie with a guy, like, where I've put my feet uh, in his lap to manipulate his crotch area? Absolutely, yes. Um, but I've failed to turn guys on that way. I, You know what's kind of crazy and sad is I have never dated a man with a foot fetish ever. So, <laughs> I, um, I, I haven't successfully been able to pull that off, but I mean, of course I've tried, uh, but no, no, as far as like the turning him on and flustering him with my feet per se, no, I, I haven't ever been able to do that because... Oddly, the men in my life that I've paired up with um, as a couple, you know, or in a dating scenario have just not been into feet. 
it's so sad. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's not a requirement. It's not a deal breaker. Like you have to worship my feet or we're done. In fact, I was um, <laughs> talking to my boyfriend on the phone the other day and I said, well, if you don't want to suck my toes, I can find a hundred guys who will. And his response to that was perfect. <laughs> like Then I don't have to do it <laughs> because he won't. He refuses. He's actually kind of grossed out by feet. And so, um, yeah, like one time, here's a story, kind of personal story, but I'll share this. Hopefully he's not listening. I don't, you know, I know he used to listen to the foot model podcast, but I don't think he listens to the pedal pumping podcast. Anyway, even if he does, who cares, right? So I, um, one time we were, you know, getting romantic and I was laying on the bed and he was standing next to the bed uh, undressing and I told him to come over and kiss my feet and he said no and I said yes you're gonna do this you're gonna kiss my feet that's what I want and he said no and we went back and forth and back and forth until finally he just put his pants on put his shirt back on and left the room and that was the end of that so he would rather not have sex than kiss my feet so if that tells you how, like, uh, unappealing feet are to him, <laughs> and it's not like my feet are gross. You guys have seen my feet. I think I have really cute feet. So, yeah, like, I've just never, I've never dated anyone with a foot fetish, and I can only sort of dream and imagine what that might, what that might be like. Uh, that's why in some ways I've thought of like, oh, like offering worship sessions and I kind of did do some advertising for a while, but you know, it's so sketchy. I feel like um, being a in-person sex worker has this whole like next level risk of, of danger. Sex workers are often targeted in weird sex crimes and serial murders and weird things like that. I don't know. I just, and it's because as a society, we don't value sex workers. And so they're kind of, I mean, I'm not saying that I think this, but like police departments are not that interested in protecting the lives of sex workers. Like they are interested in the, in protecting the lives of, you know, other kinds of people in society. So I don't know, I kind of like didn't have really great experiences in the process of, of vetting guys for foot worship. Um, in a perfect world, what I would love is to have like a friend, uh, like a foot fetish friend that I could, you know, tease and, and play with and um, and, and my boyfriend would be fine with that. He, you know, he, his attitude is kind of like, if that's what you want, fine, but just not from me, find someone else. <laughs> so anyway, maybe that's TMI. I don't know, you guys. I think you, some of you can relate though, because I think a lot of, people I know in the pedal pumping community, I mean, even just emails I've shared and read on the podcast, 
people who have partners that either don't know about their fetish or just aren't that into it. Maybe they kind of do it like, I don't know, like they try to, they do it because they love their partner and they want to please that person, but it's not really their thing. And that's kind of how I feel like even if my boyfriend did kiss my feet or something, he just, he'd be doing it kind of just out of like, oh, this is what Mimi wants, not really because he's into it. And then that's kind of a a buzzkill, I think, in a way. You know what I mean? Maybe not. Maybe you guys feel differently. But I think it's more fun when it's like a mutual turn on for both people. So, yeah, I need a foot fetish friend. I need a guy who um, would be into, you know, long drives along the beach or whatever. <laughs> whatever that like cliche is. And um, just to kind of fulfill that that part of our lives together and, you know, leave, leave our respective relationships intact. Or maybe the guy, my foot fret, my, my fantasy foot fetish friend wouldn't have another, like a primary relationship. I don't know. I'm, I would be open to a lot of different configurations, but yeah, I would love that. I would love to be able to tease and turn on somebody I mean I tried it with my boyfriend at his mom's house we were all sitting at like the the kitchen table and I had my feet in his crotch and nothing happened and (laughs) it was like not it was it was not happening but I that's not because I don't try okay (laughs) so Tevin I hope that answers your question I know it's a little disappointing but perhaps there's hope that someday, um, someday I can correct the record. All right. Okay, moving on. Fan fiction from S. So this is a story where I star as the main character. And it's fairly long, so stick with me, guys, because it's, it's worth it. Uh, lots of, like, sound effects in this one. All right, here goes. It was the morning of Mimi's first day at the corporate headquarters of a technology company in Silicon Valley. It was the late 1980s, and this sector was just starting to explode. Mimi was hired to work with executives from both the United States and foreign countries to assist with communications. Her master's in English and the ability to quickly learn the culture and language of Asian countries made her a valuable asset. This era of corporate business still had men dressed in full-blown suits with vests. And for a female, you were not presentable unless you had on a dress, heels, and a pair of pantyhose. Mimi had spent money over the weekend at a pricey department store getting new outfits, shoes, and expensive pairs of hosiery. She not only needed them at home, but in the office in case she snagged them on the job. This was Mimi's first high-paying job and hoped to soon enough earn money to replace her 19... 79 VW Rabbit. It had been fairly reliable, but recently had become harder to start and left her stranded a couple of times. The longer commute to work and wanting to leave a better impression already had her making a list of what car she would upgrade to. Mimi woke up very early to ensure she would be early. After all, if you aren't 10 minutes early, you're late. After her shower, she ate a quick breakfast before dressing so she didn't accidentally spill anything on her clothes. After sliding into her dress, she began the task of putting on her pantyhose. She slowly scrunched up a leg and delicately put the nylon 
up her leg. Satisfied she had safely done the first leg, she did the same on the second. Standing up, she finished tugging the top of the hosiery above her waist and looked down at her legs. The new department store nylons made her legs look amazing. She was proud of how good they appeared, and she knew she would get some stares from men. Grabbing her purse and keys, she headed out to her rabbit. It was chilly and damp that morning, and a chill struck Mimi about getting the car running. It was harder to start on these types of days, and she wished she had taken it in for a tune-up. Unlocking the driver's door, Mimi slid in carefully so to not catch her hose on anything and placed her purse in the passenger seat. She put the key in the ignition and while pulling her seatbelt on, pumped the gas pedal a few times to get fuel to the carburetor. As she turned the key, she was greeted with a The point of her heel pushed the accelerator to the floor a few times again before the second attempt. Come on, girl, no trouble today, Mimi softly said. This time, she fed it some gas while crinking. Normally, by now, the engine would give her some signs of life, so she would know it was close to turning over. The fact that nothing like that had happened put butterflies in her stomach. A few more pumps, but Mimi was worried about flooding it, as that had happened before from giving it too much fuel. Please start, she whispered. Shit, now what? She tapped her freshly painted fingernails on the steering wheel. The dashboard lights glowed back at Mimi. She reached down to twist the key again. As the motor finally showed some life, Mimi started laying into the gas pedal repeatedly. Almost, she thought. Not having worn her new heels except for around the store while trying them on, she felt they were hampering her ability to manipulate the gas pedal and that what she needed to do. She slipped them off to get a better feel of the pedal. Her painted toenails were still visible through the suntan-colored nylons. A couple more pumps and another twist of the key. Come on, come on, Mimi begged. Her nylon-covered foot pounced on the accelerator and finally brought the rabbit to life. Vroom, vroom. Thank God, Mimi said. The last thing she needed was to call in her first day. She pumped the gas from time to time to help the engine warm up. After a couple of minutes, she felt satisfied she could take off. Despite the struggle, Mimi was still on schedule to arrive early. The trip to her new job was fairly uneventful, but at a couple of stops, she had to feed fuel to the motor to keep it from stalling. Her first day went by in a flash. Between filling out new hire paperwork, meeting the heads of various departments, and learning the vision of the company for the next year, it was late before Mimi was leaving to go home. As it was November, the sun had long gone down, and a definite cold hit her face as she walked out the door. A brisk wind went through her nylons and brought a shiver through her whole body. With her mind racing about how to execute her duties, Mimi did notice Rick, head of accounting, was not far behind her and was parked only a few stalls away. 
She got in the rabbit and automatically took off her heels as her feet were sore from a long day with little sitting down. Vroom, 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 vroom. Mimi had long forgotten about her trouble that morning and hadn't even pumped the gas pedal. Now she reached her right foot forward and gave the car some courteous pumps. Not again, she sighed. Pump, pump, pump. Damn it. She cursed under her breath as she dry pumped it some more. No signs of life from the engine at all. Mimi rested her face in her palm as she couldn't believe the crappy situation she was in. The tap on her window scared the crap out of her. She recognized Rick as he was a big part of her day. He would be working with some counterparts overseas and needed to be sure and communicate carefully, as not only are the numbers important but gaining their respect and trust. Mimi hand-cranked the window down. Sorry to frighten you, Rick said. But you and I are it, and I heard you having car trouble. I don't want to leave you stranded your first day. It's okay. I'm naturally jumpy, Mimi replied. I should be fine. She will eventually start. As she was saying this, she pushed her foot down to the gas pedal repeatedly, hoping to wake the car up. Her dome light gave Rick enough light to see this and felt bad for the arousal it caused. I'm going to stick around just in case, he said. Your safety is important. You are going to be a big part of our success. Mimi blushed at the comment. I appreciate that. Why don't you come and sit in the passenger seat and you can give me some more background until she starts. Rick couldn't believe his luck. Little did he know Mimi noticed what her pumping the gas did to him. She saw his eyes fixate on the motion. Plus, he was handsome and single, so why not get on his good side with harmless flirting? As he walked around to the other side, he heard the pedal hitting the floor a few times and then the cranking. As he opened the door, he noticed her leg bobbing up and down slowly. This car had been acting up recently. I planned to get a new one soon, but never thought it would embarrass me like this, Mimi explained. She jabbed the pedal continuously throughout the attempt. Come on, come on, Mimi chanted over and over. She flicked her wrist again. Rick was entranced. Mimi was attractive, but he had no intention of hitting on her the first day. They barely knew each other and could turn out to not be compatible. Plus, office romances seldom worked and usually ended poorly. He couldn't help but being aroused by the damsel in distress, though. She looked sexy. Her pantyhose-covered legs and her feet were amazing, and the way she pleaded with the car was intoxicating. I don't want to seem arrogant, Rick stammered, but maybe you ought to give it a rest. All your pumping may be flooding it. I wish that were the solution, but it took me a while this morning, and this technique worked, Mimi replied. To prove her point, she turned the key again while softly working her foot up and down on the gas. I know a great diner down the road, Rick mentioned. How about we go grab a quick bite and come back to see if it'll start? 
If not, I'll give you a ride home or call you a cab. Let me hold the pedal down all the way and just check if it is flooded, if that helps. If not, you're on. She slammed her foot all the way to the floor and held it. Her toes shone through the nylons and drove Rick crazy. Well, crap, Mimi sighed. This car may be dead. I guess I will take you up on the offer. While she could see this encounter was stimulating to Rick, he was handling it like a gentleman, and she was hungry.